Hey, Spook Show fans, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This is Bill Mosley, and you're listening to Spooky... All-American Spook Show. All-American... Fuck. The All-American Spook Show. And even though I made a terrible mistake, please listen anyway. And just remember one thing. Run, rabbit! All the way to the theaters to see Three from Hell when it finally comes out. Thank you. Hi, I'm Linnea, and you are listening to the All-American Spook Show. It is so scary. You might not be able to sleep all night long. It's a scream. Once again, welcome to the All-American Spook Show podcast. I'm Josh, and as always, I'm joined with Will. Yes, sir. And the Professor Smoke. Hiya. And today is Celebrate Good Times. Come on. It's our one-year anniversary. Uh, also, kind of our uh, Halloween re-rating spectacular, whatever the hell we're going to call it. Uh, you get the point. Um, so, yeah, uh, last uh, October 18th of... 2018 was when episode one came out so uh it's a little bit past but you know we're going ahead and celebrating kind of halloween as our one-year anniversary will how do you think it's gone so far in the last year you 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 still uh you still with us you enjoying it ah shit i knew it (laughs) it's the longest year of my entire life (laughs) that's the longest five years i've ever spent in one year (laughs) no no man i've enjoyed it uh you got to watch a handful of movies that I've never heard of before, and most of them I've enjoyed. I'd say most of these movies that we've watched you've never seen before, right? <laughs> At least a good a good portion. Out yeah. of uh, we we've had eighteen episodes leading up into this, and out of those, I'd I'd say at least fifteen or sixteen of them you probably hadn't watched before. Yeah. And some of these I hadn't I, I had never watched either. Now, Smoke, I think you'd pretty much watched all of them outside of maybe uh, Terrified. Yeah, Terrified and. Uh... What was some of the other newer ones that we did? Might have been another newer one in there that we did that I hadn't uh, seen up until the podcast. No, I can't think of any right off the top of my head outside of Terrified. That you know, for terrified, you. yeah, that might be the only. One. But yeah, it's you know, it's been a good year. Smoke, how how are you doing with it? And you, I mean, you still enjoying it? You having a oh, good yeah. time? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely enjoying it. Yeah, it's uh, also finding out some stuff about it that you know we do. I know all of us do our own research into it, so you always find something that you didn't know about it, even if it's a movie that you've seen 
many times before. Mm-hmm. And I'm delving into it. I find some other new information or tidbit that was interesting. So, so even discovering new stuff about old movies that I'd already known for a while. So that's cool. Please and getting other people's perspective on ones that I that I've always loved as well is is, is a fresh you know coming into it that way. Yeah, that's definitely one of the cooler aspects. I I, I uh, you know my opinion of of us doing this is that uh. Not only, like you said, getting other, you know, you guys' opinions, you know, just mm. being able to discuss it and all that, but just finding stuff out about some of these movies, like, you know, so, some of the box office numbers that we go over and you oh, know, yeah. so, some of yeah. the connections and all that. It's kind of cool just to, you know, look back on that stuff. Yeah, I like that. I know you've been doing that for pretty much each one of these, because I hadn't looked into that personally myself yet, so I like hearing all that uh, box office info on what other movies were out at that time and how well the movie we're talking about did against other ones and whatnot. So. Yeah, I mean, to me, that I think that's an important part of it. When, you, when you're going to start oh, yeah. throwing out, like, uh, well, this is what the movie made. Well, let's see what it was up against. You know, like, there's probably oh, yeah. a reason why it was getting, uh, you know, tore up at the box office because it was going <laughs> up against, like, the 28th week of E.T. or something, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. There's usually always a story behind those kind of things. But, you know, the one thing I've, I've seen, too, is that, like, a lot of horror movies don't play very long either. You know, it's rare that they play True. past three four weeks in some cases you know with a lot of these. oh yeah yeah and three and hell three weeks is probably a long time for some of them yeah to have played i mean nowadays it's uh, you know, it's totally different of course other movies could play for like whatever the contracts are they might play for two months i mean yeah. not necessarily horror movies or whatever unless it's something like you know huge huge name or whatever but but a lot longer now than they, than they did back then yeah i recall even i think it was like house of a thousand corpses i mean it, i think it only played for like two or three weeks and then it was gone yeah you know and now we come to like three from hell, which unfortunately only gets you know three three release dates in the theater. So yeah, but it's all just the way things have gone as far as to streaming services. Sometimes movies play on streaming services at the same time as they're playing in theater. So since the last so. episode, I was actually able to go see Three from Hell at the uh, you know the Fathom events. They played it at like a local right. Regal Regal movie theater here in Charlotte. So I was able to go check it out, and like we were surprised, like. Uh, when it played for three nights back in, I think it was mid-September or whatever, right? Uh, one night, if you went, they gave you, like, a little poster. The second night, if you went, you got to see, like, a 30-minute making-of documentary or behind-the-scenes documentary. Oh, yeah. And then the third night, you got to see a double bill of The Devil's Rejects with Three From Hell. But we didn't get to see the double bill, but we did get to get the, or we did get to receive the poster when we were walking oh, in. Awesome. And then uh, I went with my brother, and we just decided to stick around to see if there was anything after the credits or anything. And uh, all of a sudden, bam, the documentary started playing. So <laughs> we ended up sitting there for 30 more minutes watching that. So, uh, yeah, it was cool. I got the best of uh, kind of the whole run there just in that one night. Yeah. And then it came out It came out the next day on Blu-ray, which I haven't been able to buy it yet, but I plan on purchasing it. But, yeah, I uh, my, my gut reaction or my initial reactions on that one, it, it was good. Um, it's very comparable to devil's rejects i will say oh, and nice. I, I will say and i think i told willie or someone else this the way i thought it's more of a sequel to devil's rejects than devil's rejects was a sequel to house of a thousand corpses oh okay this feels <laughs> like more of a you know a direct sequel so to speak definitely played it a lot closer uh you know i, I don't think i'm giving too much away to say that like sid haig wasn't in it very much oh you yeah. know, because of his health and everything so it does have a different feel because of that. He's in it, and they make it they make things logical as to why he's not in it very much. So oh. uh, yeah, whenever you guys get a chance to check it out, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I'm gonna be picking that Blu-ray up pretty soon. 
Yeah, like I said, the first chance I get, I'm going to go buy it. I mean, it, it was good. And I'd like to see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff and, you know, and all that. And, and the documentary was cool, right. which I'm sure is probably on the Blu-ray. But I, I'm I, it'll be cool to see the other stuff, like deleted scenes and all that. Because I think the Blu-ray comes with, like, a, a, a director's cut or an unrated cut or something like that, which I'm not sure if that's the version that I saw or not. So that'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if there's any major differences in it. Was it rated? Was it R rated? That's what I'm not. Un- I'm not sure. I think it was rated R, but I'm mm. I'm not dead sure of that because I did notice, like I said, the blue uh, the Blu-ray had a like a rated R cut and an unrated cut. So yeah. I'm not sure which one I saw. Which one played in the theater? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm really not <clears> sure. <throat> I, my guess is I probably saw the rated R. I guess, but I, I don't know. So yeah, I, I guess yeah. I'll find out when the That's... when I get the Blu-ray. But I enjoyed it though. I, I mean, it's 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 definitely a a sequel. To, you know, like it it keeps moving in that same way. You know and uh, very very similar in a lot of the things that they're doing it to Devil's Rejects. So I think, you know, I know both of y'all are fans of House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, and a lot of our listeners are too. So I think if you enjoyed those, you'll definitely enjoy this. Um, it just it feels different without as much Captain Spaulding. I'll, I'll say that. That's yeah. the only thing I'll throw out there, you know. But um, So anyways, getting back to what this episode is about. This one is about us reminiscing about the last 18 episodes and also kind of giving our re-ratings for each episode. So whatever we rated uh, a particular uh, movie that we watched in that episode, this is our chance to go back and kind of give it a a, a new rating if we wish. You know, we can move it down, move it up, you know, leave it the same, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, So that's kind of the ground rules of this episode. And, you know, like I said, we'll kind of reminisce and, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll play a couple clips from some past episodes, you know. We'll just have a little bit of fun with it. And, and hopefully, you know, if you haven't listened to us, if for some reason this is the first one you picked up on, number one, we are a spoiler-filled podcast. So everything we talk about, uh, you know, when we start talking about a particular movie, we go into a deep dive of it and we spoil the movie. Um, so we highly recommend, you know, working ahead so to speak you know if you know what we're going to be watching on the next episode or if you haven't listened to our past episodes go watch the movie before you listen to our podcast a lot of them are older movies anyways that you may have already seen but if you haven't go check them out before you listen because uh we we're going to spoil it for you but like i said if if for whatever reason this is your jumping on point uh this this episode will give you a little bit of taste of what you can expect from episode this is episode 19 from episode 20 on you know you kind of get a taste of what we're doing and what we're about you could pause it right now and watch 18 movies in a row (laughs) and then come back to us justin (laughs) (laughs) i mean unless you got a lot of time on your hands i wouldn't recommend doing that but uh whatever all right here's the list uh reanimator (laughs) trick-or-treat All right, so if you want to get in contact with us, uh, send us an email, any comments, suggestions. You can email them to us at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Show. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you uh, search for All American Spook Show, you'll find us there. Um, also on YouTube, we, we uh, upload whole episodes, and we're just wrapping up our top 13 countdown our, our top 13 horror films of all time but they're kind of our own personal favorites and i'm sure if we do this every year it'll change year to year you know the, the rankings of it but uh this is basically kind of our own little personal favorite top 13 movies and we've been going uh one by one counting down to halloween so we just wrapped that up here on uh on october 31st with our number one so if you want to go to our youtube page and check those out 
Uh, you'll see each uh, day, you know, our top 13 each day. Um, you can also go on tpublic.com. We have a, a presence there. You know, you can go buy our logo uh, T-shirts and mugs and pillows and whatever the hell else they throw the logo on. That's available there at uh, tpublic.com. You just search for the uh, All-American Spook Show. You should be able to find us. When we talked about YouTube, and for anybody who might be jumping on and thinking, oh, well, I'll just watch them all on YouTube. Where where was it? Did we started with the full episodes? Because I forget, we didn't do the first few shows, right? We just did teasers on YouTube for the first few. Yeah, I want to say, and there was a- uh, hold on, let me look at the list. I don't have YouTube up in front of me, but I want to say it was around episode eight or nine, ten, somewhere around that range where we started putting up the full episodes. Yeah, full. Um, I don't remember which one, but it's around that range, episode eight, nine, or ten. And uh, I haven't gone back and, you know, put those up. Up until that point, like you said, they were just teasers. You know, it was like the first 15, 20 minutes of the podcast, and then you could go listen to it there. But like we said, I mean, you can find us on Podbean, Apple mm, Podcast, oh, yes. Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Google Play Music. Uh, there's probably a couple other others that I'm forgetting about. Pretty much any any of the more popular podcast catchers, we're there. So uh, if you can't find those particular episodes on YouTube, just go find us on one of those. You, you can find us. Uh, we're definitely on Podbean. You can find us. Uh, it's aaspookshow.podbean.com. Um, on that page there, all of our episodes are there. You can download them and listen to them there if you can't on the other places. So we're all over. There's no excuses. We're free. And we're all over. <laughs> There's no excuse for you not, to, not to listen to it. So uh, help us out. And uh, if, if you do, uh, make sure to uh, drop us like a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and all the other ones. You know, that helps us out. It helps get the word out. It helps us get on the list and everything, so to speak. So uh, if you don't mind uh, helping us out to do that. All right. So I guess without for any further ado, we'll get into the episode-by-episode uh, episode, uh, re-rating section of the show here. So... Uh, We'll go all, we're getting to the Wayback Machine to pretty much almost exactly a year ago. And uh, we're going to start with episode number one, which was 1985's Reanimator, which was uh, directed by Stuart Gordon. Who all was in it, Smoke? Give us a, a rundown of some actors you can think of right off the top of your head that was in this one. Oh, uh, we got Jeffrey Combs, of course, as uh, Herbert West, and Barbara Crampton, uh, David Gale, who played the doctor who, you know, gets his head lopped off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't think of Dan's name right now. I think the guy that plays Dan, uh, Meg's something boyfriend. Something or something, right? I, I remember that was his character's name. I'm blanking off the top of my head. Oh, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, oh, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger is stunt double. Yeah, yeah. what you say? His body double or a stunt double or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, for this one, I, I guess we'll uh, we'll start. I, I guess I'll start with me. I gave it four stars. I think I'm going to stay there. I don't think there's any reason for me to. Uh, Go up or down with this one. I mean, I, I love the hell out of this movie, so I can't, I can't, definitely can't go down. Nowhere to go but up. So I, I think I'm just going to stick with four, though. Uh, Smoke, you gave it five stars. Yeah, actually, I gave this one the highest rating five. we it's, can give. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it's been one of those, I guess, I can, you know, I can definitely see where you come from it from outside. Like, not nah, who, how could you, anybody possibly give us five stars? You know, it's a great movie, but is it that? This is one of those personal ones for me that I saw and it's latched onto and watched umpteen thousand times from the time i first saw it on video till the time we watched it last for the podcast and i think i've actually seen it again after the podcast <laughs> so it's just a personal favorite so i still gotta keep it the five for me even that's probably the highest one i think i've had in the whole entire podcast so far i believe so there hasn't been too many fives for many of us so i'm not looking at it directly but that might be the only five that's been given so yeah but can't and again like i said that. that's just a personal <laughs> well, personal thing you- for me 
And you can't go past five, so. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, oh, I can't do a five and Well, I, five guess, and te- I guess technically you could if you wanted to, but. <laughs> well, I mean, it would have to write an essay to get the extra credit. And... Yep, yep. This isn't Spinal Tap. These amps don't go to 11. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it up to 11 and break the knob <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, so you're going to stick there. Uh, Will, you gave it three and three-quarter stars. Yeah, I think I'm going to bump it up to a four. I really enjoyed this movie. I've actually watched it at least one other time since we did it for the show. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. It actually, if y'all have been listening, made it into my top 13. I believe uh, in the fir- during the first episode, you said that you were going to go back and let your wife watch that movie. Did you ever do that? <laughs> no, she never watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a, uh, like, <laughs> I'm not watching this kind of thing, or you just never found the time to? Oh, no, no, we never found the time. I mean, you know, if, also, if y'all been listening, you know, I've got two young kids, so it's kind of hard to, to fit. Yeah, Washington. get around and give family time for the <laughs> reunion. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't work, yeah. We actually did. Because uh, you see here, kids, the head is giving. <laughs> never mind, never mind. It's giving it. a head, or at least tempting to. <laughs> and then this, kids, is what you call a cock blocker, not <laughs> Herbert West. <laughs> a couple a couple of uh little clips that i'll play here uh one clip is our first mention that that w- that has been mentioned in a number of podcasts since then maybe not every single show but a lot of them is the phrase 1985 uh it's about 36 <laughs> minutes into the first episode was the first mention of uh where we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on here and one of us just says well 1985 that's that's 1985 for you so that that's where that phrase came from. If you're wondering later on, uh, it came from uh, the very first episode there. All all of the uh, exploitation, sexual elements, and everything was uh, Stuart. Well, I don't know if it's Stuart Gordon or, not, or whoever it was Stuart. the writers and producers and everything of no, not I, just that movie, but from Beyond that came after it, and a lot of those. No, it's uh, called. Love it's, movies they put love it's called 1985. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> And we've reused it in a few because I, I don't know what the count is, but I know there's probably been at least at least one more, if not two more, that were shot in 1980 or came out in 1985. Oh, yeah, yeah. Re- Return of the Living Dead, for instance. Yeah, there's been a few. I think <laughs> yeah. Street Trash was around the same time, and it seems like there might have been another one or two there, too. So, yeah, there's there's been a few in that. <laughs> and also, this was uh, the episode where uh, we were having a lot of technical difficulties still trying to figure out you know what the hell was going on here since that was our first episode. And Will actually, well, first and foremost, you got a ticket on the way over to my house to uh, record that episode, didn't you? Yeah, I thought it would. I thought it would work out a little bit better if we, me and you were in the same room, you know, so we could uh, kind of, you know, blow through some of the technical difficulties. And on the way through, I blew through a red light. <laughs> and then it turned out that hey. that it wouldn't work out with you in the same room anyway, right? Yes. Yeah, because then... So you got that ticket for no reason. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, because then he had to end up sitting in his car outside of my house. I don't even know what all the technical difficulties were that led to this, but that's what ended up happening is I'm in the uh, the quote-unquote studio recording. He's in his car outside the house recording. uh, And then uh, about uh, one hour and eight minutes in, I've got it earmarked here. This is when you can hear... Will scuffling around in the car. Like, where'd this come from? <laughs> uh, and I hear uh, Willie getting out of town. 
and it's down to four percent. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. And I can tell too because your audio levels uh, went to shit. Oh. Yeah, give me a, give me one second. I need to turn off the. Unable to place call on your Bluetooth phone. <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm not going to edit this out. I want this all in. <laughs> uh, better put it on my seatbelt. Otherwise, we'll keep getting dings. <laughs> this is pretty good. Luckily, we can edit. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna do it. Buckle up for safety in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> buckle up, because this is the bumpy part. <laughs> You could hear like the dong, 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 and then you could hear the door shut. He's getting in and out of the car and stuff. So, yeah, I wasn't going to edit that out. That was too funny. So uh, that was a little highlight from that episode. So episode one, Reanimator, the uh, the conclusion is uh, Smoke and I are staying the same. Well, you bumped yours up to, a, to four stars, right? Yes, sir. All right, so now we'll move on to episode number two, which was Trick or Treat. Not to be confused with trick or treat or uh, treats or anything else you can come up with. <laughs> Trickity treatity. Yeah. <laughs> is there a movie called Tricks? And it's not a porn. Is that exactly? <laughs> yeah, this one This one was another one where we. Uh, I think we all gave it a pretty good rating. I'll start with myself. I gave it three and three quarter stars. I think, once again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay there. Smoke, you gave it four stars. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go. Let's, uh, I think I'll... I think I'll go to three and three quarter on it. I think I gave it a little bit. Not that I don't. I do love it. Three and three quarters is good. Yeah, I think it's still yeah, a good, good solid rating, good but uh, it's just might have over overshot it a little bit there. Will you also gave it four stars? Yeah, I'm gonna hold it for. Uh, uh, especially with these first two movies, I had no idea what I was getting into. I'd never seen either <laughs> one of these, uh, and I walked away from viewing these and enjoyed both of them so yeah i'm gonna stick with four so the, the only change there is uh smoke is gonna bump his down just a nudge to three and three quarters from four stars this was really uh i'm not gonna say it was an uneventful episode but there wasn't any like big moments that happened like in episode one i'd say uh probably one of one of the more funnier things was when we were i wouldn't say funny it's just funny the way it all turned out i'll play this clip uh talking about like what's gonna come for suspiria That'll be what we talk about in the next episode, the 1977 classic Suspiria. Uh, Will, have you ever seen it? Uh, never seen it, never heard of it. Uh, after we decided on this, I watched the trailer. All I can say is that looks like a ton of just 70s weird. <laughs> I don't agree with that. It's one of my, another one of my personal favorites, but... I could definitely agree with that, and it is going to be a ton of '70s weird. <laughs> oh yeah, for anyone out there that's ever seen that, yeah, that that's the easiest way to explain it: '70s weird. <laughs> it was kind of funny hearing, like, right before you actually watched it, the reaction to it. I don't know. We'll see. This this trailer looks kind of funny, but we'll see. And then after you saw the whole movie, you're like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with my uh, idea of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess with that, since Suspiria was such a big one, you know, episode three, we'll just go ahead and move into that. So episode three was the horror cult classic Suspiria from uh, 1977, I think, right? Smoke? Yep. Sounds about right. I don't have it in front of me. Um, yes. All right, so for Suspiria, I gave it four stars. Solid movie, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay right there. I mean, like, yeah, and, and there's a lot of holes in this movie, and you can poke – you can poke it full like swiss cheese but it just kind of you know like it, it's one of those like staples of like uh you know italian horror movies that i you know i've just always enjoyed that one so i think i'm going to stay there smoke you gave it 
four and a half stars, which is yep, yep. pretty high. I mean, considering five, like we said, is as high as you can go. That's good praise. Yeah, this so is what, a, what do you that's say? That's true. <laughs> I'm so I'm gonna keep it at four and a half, and uh, I think it's just another one of those sort of watershed horror movies for me at the time when it came out. Again, like you said, I know you could drive, you could, you know, drive a car through the holes in this thing mm-hmm. in certain cases. But I mean, Italian horror once. It wasn't the first Italian horror movie I saw. I saw quite a few that led up to it because Suspiria wasn't released on VHS in the U.S. for a while. So the tail end of the 80s or beginning maybe even 1990 or so. So I saw it later on into it. So I'd already gotten accustomed to the way Italian horror movies were. And they aren't always the best as far as like st- you know telling a coherent plot line or story beginning to end. You know, they're, they're more visually oriented. So the Goblin soundtrack, just the, the stylized violence and everything in it. All that stuff just hits with, with me with the Italian horror. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with the four and a half on this one. So, the main event time. Will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the time, you gave it two and a half stars, which, you know, eh, it's yeah, not. What it's was not, I thinking? It's not horrible, but you're halfway to five, so you're looking pretty good. <laughs> uh, where are you at now? Well, you know, after I've had time to reflect, meditate, one and a half. <laughs> 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 There, there are some funny things in this, but uh, yeah, overdoing the podcast, I've realized that I like comedy horror. Uh, one thing that I don't like is Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why loyal listeners know that uh, it's kind of become a running joke. You know, the uh, you're going to give it the old Suspiria, huh? But now the bar has been lowered even, even further. <laughs> Now it's moving Again. down to a one and a half stars for Suspiria. I think that that's got to be the lowest of the entire podcast for anybody, right? <laughs> I'd say sure I had the highest one reanimator for five. We're about to go through them one at a time, so we'll find out. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's probably the lowest of anything. I think that might be the first one. Period. I mean, one and whatever you know, whether it be one and a half, one and three quarters. I think that's the first one. <laughs> See now, now I have to you know because uh, you know we. we we don't plan too far ahead, like the, the yeah. movies that we're going to watch. Now I'm going to have to make sure that I find a movie that is a flaming pile of dog piss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we we need, we definitely need to do that because I mean, you know, we're we're still fresh starting out. I mean, we're 18 going on 19 episodes in. Yep. But when you think of the grand scheme of things, like how many horror movies there are out there, we're still just skimming the top, and we're trying. I know we're trying to we're pi- we're picking things that we kind of the ones that we've seen, the ones that we really like, the ones that we haven't seen. We're still picking sort of you know top tier movies in a way some of them, as far yeah. as budgets and things so yeah, yeah some of them <laughs> so yeah we definitely <laughs> got to scrape the bottom here at some point and, and get some real stinkers in there yeah just for the fun of it as well and will and will trust me this isn't the bottom so <laughs> <laughs> we may have to have a re-re-rating segment next year <laughs> if we throw a couple of like dog turds at your door then you might you know oh, what? I, maybe I'm sure we'll come across so something where where it's going to be god awful but uh, i think i think for me with this one I just wasn't. I just wasn't into the to, to that style of, of movie making. I, I think the reason I probably rated it so high then uh, was because I enjoyed doing the podcast with y'all. Mm-hmm. So it probably threw a little bit of uh, extra entertainment into it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because if if I wouldn't have had it to talk to y'all about, I'd just been like, why? <laughs> why did I watch this? <laughs> I just would have pondered life and looked at a mirror. <laughs> Isn't there some clothes to be folded or something? There was a handful of funny clips from this movie, too, that uh, or from our episode about this movie that I'll throw in here. The room full of barbed wire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. Get, I'm getting to that. Uh, <laughs> where we, we talk about the dude that drove the taxi cab where he keeps, uh, where she says, Esa Strasa. 
and uh, it's like he he doesn't oh, understand. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, take me to Estrasa. Estrasa. That's what I said, motherfucker. That where was it? He told uh, she told him to take her to wherever she was going, like to the uh, the ballet school or whatever. Yeah, Estrasa. She has to say it like eighteen times before the dude, and then finally, like he doesn't. It's like he doesn't hear. She shows him like a piece of paper or something. Oh yes, Estrasa. Yeah, I guess they're like playing off the fact that she's not. She's saying it, but she's not pronouncing it right quite enough for him to get the whatever American accent that she's putting. Although, although when he says it back, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's about to process, say. Yeah. <laughs> Can you take me to Pizza Hut? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, uh, uh, Pizza Hut, uh, uh, yes. Uh, it's a <laughs> 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 Pretty funny clip there. And then, of course, yeah. the, we can't forget the enchanted door latch. Uh, of the room <laughs> where like the, somebody's on the other side with a razor blade and just cannot open this fucking door like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> and whoever it is is coming after has got like a razor blade like straight razor yeah yeah he's got a straight razor and he's trying to like unlatch the door and, from the outside and, like, and he's just scratching <laughs> at it for 10 minutes and cannot lift this door latch <laughs> Me- meanwhile, like she could have just kept her hand over the door, the person would have never got in, and she wouldn't have got cut. Yeah, because he <laughs> he's got the strength of like a six month old trying to. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> and <clears throat> I don't think we ever really find out who that person was. It's probably the little kid. So let me get this right: you can phase through a, a stain of glass, <laughs> but you you can't <laughs> knock open the lock. No. <laughs> A, wi- a, a witch's greatest uh, foe is uh, weak, weak door locks. Yes, that's right. No door turns out it was it was enchanted. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> enchanted door latch. And then, of course, that follows, or what follows after that is the room full of razor wire that she falls into. But why? What? What is the whole purpose of this whole room full of razor wire? It was. Just for her and, to fall into it for that scene, you know. And, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she, when she uh, went through the window, she looked down. <laughs> but have seen all this, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, even like if she, it wasn't razor wire, this wire is probably going to get me tangled up pretty good. And it's not like it's a dark room. I mean, it's one of these weird Argento lit rooms. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, <laughs> she looks down and then just clearly just jumps straight hell into it. And here goes the thought process. All right. I can stay in this one room where somebody clearly can't get in. Yeah. Or I could jump out this window into razor wire. She definitely should have just stayed in there. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so there's plenty and there's plenty of shenanigans here. Um, but I'd say for the full effect for that episode, you need to go listen to the whole thing because it's it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I think by episode three we were starting to hit our stride. That's just my opinion, and and, and that one that one's pretty good. Next up, episode four, we watched. Terrified, which was a, a more recent recent movie. I think it just came out like in uh, yeah, 2017, and uh, it was a, it wasn't that from uh, it's an Argentinian film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's foreign language, so it, you know they're speaking uh, Spanish or whatever. And uh, and that was uh, we had a first for our podcast at that point. This is the first movie that none of us had seen. I think right. Yeah, yeah. None of us have seen that because I think even still, I, I could be wrong, but I think even still to this day, it's just like a Shutter exclusive. So yeah. you know. 
you probably not as many of people have seen that. We certainly hadn't had not seen it at the time. For this one, I gave it three and a quarter stars. I think I'm going to knock it down to a three. Not that that's that big, you know, a huge fall or anything, but I think that probably more follows my feelings about it. Um, I did enjoy it. Just maybe the, the like I've said before, like the sliding scale kind of changes once you start watching other movies and comparing it to other things. You know, I, I'm just going to have to bring it down just a nudge. So I think I'm going to go with a three. Smoke, you gave it three and a half stars. No, I think I'm going to bump it down as well to the three. Is I'm going to go down half a star to three. Uh, and like you said, too, it's this is a fresh movie. This is the f- only seeing it that one time when we did the podcast. I think I watched it at least one other time afterward. And I still like it a lot. But, you know, the more you see something, the more it's the same way with music. The more if you hear a new album, you know, you might your initial thought might be, oh, I really love this. I'm going to give it this amount of stars or whatever. Then you, you listen to it and either it grows on you or maybe you don't you have to revisit it a few times. You don't like it quite as much. So it's one of those things where I think the more I watch it, and this one could change too. The next time we do a podcast, I might even watch it again and have changed it a little bit. So I'm going to go down to three stars on it. Not uh, much of a change. I've next, seen it a second time. I'd say mm-hmm. next year what we should do is kind of have like a – maybe we won't go episode, episode by yeah. episode like we're doing right here. But if there's a couple of these episodes that even next year you'd like to go say, you know what, I saw it again – I'd like to change that again, up or down. Yeah. Maybe you know, maybe we can afford a couple wild cards, so to speak, next True. year for that. <laughs> yeah, that, for me, it'll be like that for for brand new movies. Sometimes, like because you know, you watch it and then whatever your initial reaction is is kind of one way or the other, and then you watch it again and again, and it may go up or down. So, yeah, not so much for the old movies. Probably not. I mean, certainly not the really old movies. Those are pretty. I've seen those so many times now that those ratings will probably stay the same for me. But yeah, I know some of the new ones. I might change up again depending well, on how many other times I see it. Will, for uh, for this one, you gave it three and a half stars just like Smoke did. So where are you at now? Are you staying the same, up or down? I'm going to drop with some down, this one down to three and a quarter. Uh, I enjoyed it, but like the, the farther you get away from this one, like this was strictly just a uh, visual effects, jump scare movie. Like The, 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 the story for this isn't quite as deep as, as, as some of the other movies that we've done. But Having said that, I still enjoyed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, like, I, I could definitely sit there and watch it again. So don't don't think that my three is a bad thing. You know, me bumping it down to a three, in my opinion. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just kind of, like I said, where it slides in now compared to some other things. Um, I mean, it's not like you bumped it down to one and a quarter. Or yeah, one and, or one and a half. <laughs> you, you set up a... <laughs> It's not like you lowered the bar for the old Suspiria line. <laughs> you, know, you know how in baseball there's the Mendoza line? You know, for, what is it, like batting over, under 200 this or something? This is the Suspiria right? line. Yeah, this is the Suspiria line. So we all came down just a tad, but not very far. I mean, I yeah. think we're all kind of in agreement on that one. All right, on mm. to episode number five, which was another milestone episode. 1985's, once again... <laughs> The Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> this is also where uh, Will kind of gave like a little backstory uh, on his kind of uh, experience with it, like growing up, watching it when he was a little kid, living next to a graveyard, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <laughs> <laughs> we also had another. We also had another recurring bit from this one is uh, Bert and Ernie. Uh, <laughs> about fifty-one yeah. minutes in is where we really like realized. Wait a minute. Bert and Ernie, and then <laughs> and then that became a whole thing, uh, and then of course the uh, that's a good question, Bert. You know we've said that <laughs> we've said that pretty much ever since episode five. That's been another line. That one in nineteen eighty five. So yeah, which uh, we got some point, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good question, Bert. 
Yeah, and there were a couple other. Oh, and this was also another first too. It was whereas the previous episode we had, none of us had seen that one. This is the first one that we had all seen. Yeah, I think so. Like yeah, across yeah. the board, we had all seen this one and loved it. All seen it before, um, or at least once before. Yeah. That being said, you know, even before I get into the Star Wars, you know, we all love this one because I think this is pretty universally loved for most, you know, most people that like these kind of movies. Uh, I gave it four stars. I'm staying right there. Smoke, you gave it four stars. Yep, yep. I'm sticking, sticking with the four, definitely. This is a, another one of those watershed movies for me. Pretty sure that one will never change. Well, it's never going to go down, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. At this point, I don't, I don't think that's one that's like, you know what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That one just kind of is what it is, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> There's no reanalyzation of this one. It's just kind of no, like, well, you no. either love it or hate it. Uh, yep. and I, think and I all, really can't think of anybody that I've ever come across that said, you know, that movie's so overrated. I think I, I hate that movie. I, I mean, I've heard that about a lot of horror movies and things, like Exorcist from The Shining to whatever, but I've never heard anybody who's seen Reanimator, I mean Reanimator, <laughs> Return of the Living Dead say, oh, that movie's overrated and stuff. Yeah. No, I, but I you know what you have heard him say? Hmm. Send more cops. <laughs> <laughs> Send more cops. <laughs> Send more paramedics. <laughs> <laughs> Will, you also gave it four stars. So I think this was also the first one where across across the board we all gave it uh, the same score. What do you say now? Oh, yeah, I'm still hanging right there. I mean, if, if anybody went back and like listened to the, uh, the top 13 movies, I've got a ton of zombie stuff in there. I love zombie movies. So, yeah, yeah, this one's, this one's uh, uh, sticking there with me. Uh, that's good news, Bert. Good news, Bert. <laughs> 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 All right, on to episode number six. This is 2018's uh, sequel, reboot. I don't know how the hell, you know, I think we were kind of questioning how you phrase it even back then, but Halloween, which I guess it's I guess it's more of a sequel than it is a reboot. It's it's a direct sequel to the origin, John Carpenter's original Halloween. Yeah, pretty much ignoring anything else that came after the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so th- this one was slightly divisive even then when we saw it. I gave it three stars. I think I'm actually going to bump this up just a little bit to three and a half stars. I think three stars is kind of uh, doing it a, a little bit of injustice in my mind. So I- I'm going to go with three and a half stars. Smoke, you gave it three stars as well. Where are you at now? Uh, this one, I have i don't remember how many times I'd seen it. I don't know if that was only that one time I'd seen it before when we did the podcast. Uh, but since, I mean, I've probably seen it in total of three times now at least. I enjoyed it, you know, successively a little bit more each time. So, uh, yeah, I might bump mine up as well to three and a half on this one. I mean, not three. Yeah, three, three and a quarter. Go with three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Yep. Well, you gave it uh, three and a half stars. So, where are you going to land on that one? Yeah, I think I'm just going to hang right there. I mean, I enjoyed this movie. So you're going to stick with three and a half? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing since we reviewed it. Um, but mm. I did I did catch that one part where it's like that continuous shot, you know, where there's basically like one edit in the shot, you know, which kind of like midway through the movie where he's Michael Myers is out. Now he's like back in uh, the town on Halloween night yeah. and, and he's uh, yeah. and he goes through and stabs the woman that's in the window. And yeah. Everything, but yeah. It's basically like one edit. <laughs> that was that was yeah. a, that was an awesome was- scene. Um, I saw that I saw like that part and a little bit past that uh, uh, about a month or so ago. But yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoyed the movie. Um, I just think uh, my original three stars is probably a little bit of an injustice. I had to bump it up a bit. So moving on. To you episode- know, I might also take that back. I mean, not take it back my rating, but I think I might have seen it the second time when I gave it that three. I think the first time I saw it was when the hype was so built up for it in my own mind, too, is what it was going to be and everything. And then I saw it and I probably would have rated it. I might have even rated it a two and a half stars at that time. I think so. I think I had seen it a second time when we did that podcast. So we keep. So it's a good thing we didn't do it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so really, would have had to bump it up. 
So if we keep re-rating this thing, eventually you'll get it up to five stars in about 10 years. <laughs> about 10 years? Yeah, yeah, just keep going up a fraction of a point. You know, Dude, I like this one. I, with... What's that? I like what? this one more than the original. No. <laughs> hey, I've heard there. some people say that about Rob Zombie's. Now, I, as much as I you know, like Rob Zombie movies, I, could, I couldn't even see me saying that about Rob Zombie movie. There's people out there that hate the original and like, I don't know about this new one, but actually like Rob Zombie's better than the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Rob Zombies, but I certainly don't put it, you know, above the original. But I, I guess there probably there could be some people out there that actually put this this one above the original too. So it's a strange world. Yeah. You know, I actually didn't read the article. You know, typical of today's society, right? You just see a headline and then you move on. But mm-hmm. I saw a, a headline that said that Rob Zombie was quoted as saying that he actually liked his Halloween two better than his Halloween one. Like <laughs> I said, I don't know what the ins and outs of it were, but uh, yeah, yeah. Ap- apparently that was his opinion. Is that he liked his second one better than his first one. So, the Which Legend I, of Curly's Gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was you no. Know, it was Halloween Two Electric Boogaloo. I think. <laughs> no, no, you're Secret both of wrong. the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. <laughs> Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. Well, that's right, Bert. Um, <laughs> it's intermission. It's intermission. It's intermission. It's intermission. Ice cream, candy, lemonade too. All right, so moving on to episode seven, uh, another uh, uh, cult classic, the Melt movie, nineteen from nineteen eighty seven, Street Trash. Another another episode that we had a lot of fun with. Oh yeah, you can't help it how I filmed that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in there we talked like there was some clips like we talked about the doorman. And, uh, I think Will, you said he looked kind of looked like Kevin Bacon or something like that. Um, yeah, he kind to me he almost kind of looked like Kevin Bacon. Like not exactly. But yeah, a little bit. I can yeah, see yeah, he's got those features definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A young, a young hot Kevin Bacon. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Footloose. Nothing, Come on, man. Go ahead. I had to put up. I had to put up token resistance. We're good now. <laughs> At least you recognize what it is. Uh, this was also the debut of the junk hole. When we're talking about uh, <laughs> this this weird sex, I don't know, maybe rape scene. I don't know what the hell was going on with this with this woman and, and like they live in a pile of tires in a junkyard, and he takes her in there and has sex with her, and then all these hobos bust in like. Like they're all Night zombies. Dead, yeah. but they're outside like zombies, then, like <laughs> just creeping up and watching. Yeah. <laughs> they're watching and they bust in and grab a hold of her and drag her off. And then they find her corpse dead later. And uh, it, it even goes even further from there. Just go watch it. Go listen to the episode. <laughs> and they gather around, like, I guess, like, and they're watching him through the tires have this weird, awkward sex with this woman <laughs> inside, the, inside the junk hole. Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> Wait, what, are we talking about? Oh, okay, we're talking about where they were. <laughs> and that's the new name of this podcast. Welcome to Junk Hole. <laughs> Welcome everybody. You're listening to the Junk Hole Podcast. <laughs> so, uh, with this one, episode seven, Street Trash, I gave it three stars. I think I'm going to stay right there. I mean, I don't think there's any reason to warrant bumping it. I'm definitely not going to bump it down. I don't think there's any reason for me to bump it up. So I'm going to stay with three stars. Uh, Smoke, you gave it four stars. Yeah, I'm going to hang with four on this one because uh, that's an, yeah, that's an, yet another one. 
like, like I said, when it comes to these older movies, especially ones that I've seen over and over and over again, those pretty much stick with me. Those ratings are pretty much set for me. Oh, and it just has to do with my enjoyment of it over the years and various situations or people I've shown it to or experienced with it or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to keep it at the four. Oh, I think this movie sticks with you, too, for sure. <laughs> when, <laughs> when I can still remember, like, some of the characters' names, even though it's been a while since we watched it, like, Wizzy and Bronson and all Wizzy these other Wizzy and Bronson and... Uh, <laughs> And, then, <laughs> and that old black hobo. And then, you know, it has that one scene in there that you will never forget. Oh, I don't care yeah. how many years it's been since you've seen it. That, I'd say there's a few scenes in there you'll probably never forget. Oh, there's I, a few scenes, but you but know in the, particular, the, the, yeah, yeah, I know. The castration in Dover yeah. End. Yep, yeah. Keep away game, you know, that, mm-hmm. that yeah. <laughs> of course, there's that decapitation by acetylene, when you're launching in the acetylene tank. <laughs> That's pretty high up there as far as kills in a horror movie for me. Oh, my God. You know what? I think we're just going to stop now and go watch that movie. That's it. Good night, folks. <laughs> um, Will, you gave you get it... yourself a 12-pack in that movie, and you got a good night right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go get you a bottle of Tenafly Viper. <laughs> uh, Will, you gave it three and one-quarter stars. I know yeah, you're, yeah, I, I think I'm there. I know you're gonna, uh, not going to uh, lower it, so... Are you going to stay or rise, uh, raise it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to hold it right there. Uh, yeah, that was a good movie. Just uh, if you've never seen it, you need to see that once at least. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's uh, one of those movies where, like you said, uh, I'm going to sit my wife down and make her watch this. This is one of those <laughs> where you, you need you need the other people to witness this. Like Mad Max see, Fury Road, witness me! <laughs> I, I don't know that I would show my wife this one. I don't oh. want her to get any ideas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want her rooting around in the cellar to find a crate of old liquor to sell to people, is what you're saying. <laughs> or carry around a knife, just in general. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or to have weird hobo sex in the junk hole. <laughs> All right, so we move on. <laughs> Onward and upward. <laughs> Nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to toss to the next movie. Or something. <laughs> toss something. No, no. Yeah. Uh, end over end to the next episode. movie. <laughs> nice tight spiral. We're going head over heels <laughs> to the next flick. Head over balls. Let's go. <laughs> 2003's modern classic, House of 1000 Corpses. Uh, Rob Zombie's... Uh, movie debut or directorial debut, writing debut, producing debut, whatever. I mean, he was he was all over this and the beginning of a a, a, fr- a mini little franchise with uh, this one and the Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell now. So this is where it all began. So I gave it three and a half stars. I think I'm going to stay there. I don't see really see any reason to bring it up or down. So personally, I think I'm going to stay there. Smoke, you gave it three stars. Where are you at now? Uh, I think I'll I don't know, I might actually bump it up three and a quarter. Smoke says three and a quarter. quarter. <laughs> That's on the cover of the DVD, by the way. I need, Smoke I need, says I need three the, and a the drum roll thing. Three and three quarter stars. Three and a quarter stars. You know, star search, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I give something a quarter or a three quarter rating, I, I can't help but think of star search. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a portion of our audience that's like, what on earth are you <laughs> talking about? And then, and then the other portion was, yep, you are that old, aren't you? <laughs> Kids, it was kind of like American Idol, except with an old dude that hosted it. That's about all I can say. You know, here's Johnny. Oh, you mean Jack Nicholson? No, yeah. not Jack Nicholson. <laughs> no, no, no. The Shiny? What? Ed McMahon. <laughs> now you're all confusing it. So what so would you say, three and a quarter? Three and a quarter for me. Three and one quarter stars. Will, you gave House of a Thousand Corpses three and a half stars. Uh, I'm going to stay right there. Uh, 
it's got one of my favorite characters and just about any movie is captain spaulding and i love this movie so yeah i'm gonna hang right there all right so we move on to episode number nine we uh right around the time that the uh 2019's new version of pet cemetery came out we went back and we watched the original 1989 version of Pet Cemetery that was actually, uh, the screenplay was actually written by Stephen King himself. So I gave it three and a half stars. I think I'm going to stay right there. Smoke, you also gave it three and a half stars. Uh, I'm sticking there with the three and a half as well. Now, I did see the, the new one at the time we were doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And that if we were giving out ratings at that time, I would have rated it somewhere in the middle in there, maybe two and a half or something like that. But then seeing that one again actually lowered it. I just, that's, we have to do that at some point, but that, that movie is. I'd actually go lower on the new Pet Cemetery if we were doing that one. That doesn't shock me, this but one. I still haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I don't know if I'd even say. I mean, you know, I know you're going to see it. Oh, you're yeah. going to see it. Yeah, I, I would almost say like, don't even bother. But I mean, you'll see. It. It's it's got some redeeming qualities in the cinematography and whatnot. But I mean, too many changes were made for me personally that were different from the novel. It didn't matter whether they were different from the other movie. It's his own movie, but they were different from the novel, and I couldn't get past some of that. Yeah, well, I mean, and the movie's so closely tied because it was written by Stephen King, you know, like, not just, like, from his book, but, like, he actually wrote it, so... True. And he had a hand in it, so, yeah, I mean, it's about as true as it's going to get. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm sure if it's anything different from that, then, yeah, it's going to go directly to the left from... uh, from this version. Will, you gave it three stars. What do you say now? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm just going to stay right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deep insights from Will. <laughs> Not really much can be said. I mean, I think we all, I mean, I think those are fair scores and we all enjoyed it. Let's go back and listen to that episode. I think you'll enjoy it. So we move on to episode number 10. And we've hit the double digits. We go, ba- we go back and watch a more modern movie. Uh, from Eli Roth, The Green Inferno, which has uh, been extremely popular on YouTube since we uploaded the full, the full <laughs> episode uh, on there. Uh, we got a lot of hits on that one uh, for whatever reason. I think across the board, we all, en- we all enjoyed it. It's just, you know, it's kind of another one of those, eh, you know, kind of movies. I gave it two and a half stars. I think that's, considering my scale, I think that's fair, and I'm going to stay there. Smoke, you also gave it two and a half stars. Uh, what do you say now? Uh, yep, yep. That's uh, going with that one still. It's, uh, you know, split down the middle. It's got its moments, and you really you really have to be a huge Eli Roth fan to give it high ratings because, I mean, he's got his own filmmaking style, and it's definitely prevalent in this film as far as the offbeat humor in places where you wouldn't have humor. And that's funny. That, that does work out sometimes, but sometimes it takes me out of the movie, too. Yeah, I'm sticking with my two and a half on it. Will, you actually uh, gave this the highest score of all three of us. You gave it three stars. What do you say now, looking back on it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come down and meet y'all at, uh, at two and a half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean, just, again, I think, I think especially in this one, like, I got caught up in the entertainment of talking about it with y'all, and I probably gave it more than I should have. Shame. Yeah, I think if I had seen this if, this, if this had been the first time I'd seen Green Inferno when we did this podcast, I might have been tempted also to rate it a little bit higher. I haven't seen it now, I don't know, maybe three times. It just, you know, it's got that humor, and it's got the gore, the what you want to call the gore money shot, you know, the, which is like one big payoff as far mm-hmm. as like, damn, that's fucked up. And then after that, it's got the little humor of, you know, the drug, baking that into the body and everything. <laughs> and that, that was funny for what it was, too. But then some of that time, some of the humor kind of will wear a little bit thin after repeated viewing. Yeah, I mean, really, honestly, the, the, I only remember a couple of things from this, you know, that, that will always probably stick with me when I think about this movie. 
number one, that the first 30 minutes are useless. Yeah. <laughs> that you can just chop it off and start from there. Uh, number two, that yeah, one, they, yeah, the one the one first big cannibal scene that you see, that one sticks mm -hmm. with you because that's probably yep. the most gruesome scene, right? Boom, right then and there. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it after that, you know? <laughs> it's like there's some message about tree hugging in there somewhere. So I, don't, I can't figure <laughs> it out, but uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not horrible, but it's worth seeing once. And you and like you said, it's got its spots, but overall, you know. Eh. Well, uh, past past the just the general viewing of the movie, I think uh, the one thing that I'll remember about doing the podcast, especially so far, is uh, I'm sitting here watching this movie, and obviously, this is something you can't watch with your family around. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and kids start coming into the house. And I feel like I'm watching a dirty movie. And I'm like, whoa, don't come in yet. Don't come in. <laughs> yeah, because then you say it was right at that that ultimate cannibal scene. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me at least pull my pants up. <laughs> <laughs> you sick bastard. <laughs> my wife comes in. What are you watching? <laughs> don't worry about it. You're all red-faced and out of breath. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's uh, there. You know, honestly, <laughs> my recollection is go back and listen to our episode number ten about it. You'll probably enjoy it a little bit more than the movie itself. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I think I mentioned in the in that episode when we were doing it that as you're watching it, I mean, if you've ever seen any of the Italian cannibal films, you're like, you say you can see that. Oh, okay, this is an homage to Cannibal Holocaust. This is that. This, and then and then I feel like I'd rather just be watching Cannibal Holocaust yeah. or Cannibal Ferox or any of the other ones. Yeah. So then you just cut it off halfway through and put in your VHS of Cannibal <laughs> yeah. Holocaust. Yeah, because yeah, at some point, I don't remember where it was, it was a music cue that I guess he bought from whoever owns the rights to it, but it was a Cannibal Holocaust music cue in the credits, or somewhere in the sequence, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's from Cannibal Holocaust. And then it just made me think, I should be watching that right now. <laughs> yeah. There's like a little uh, memory bubble over your head of you like wistfully yeah. watching Cannibal Holocaust <laughs> and of Will playing with himself watching the Green Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Much mirroring the uh, what's his name? I can't remember that guy's name. What's the guy who was like the sleaze ball? Sleaze, oh yeah, kind of yeah, that yeah. Guy in there. yeah, yeah. Was, the guy sitting in the corner, <laughs> like, jerking off on the corner. What the hell is wrong with you, man? Stress, he's just trying to relieve the stress. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and remember, they left it now, open. See, that's one of those pure like Eli Roth moments right there. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah, if yeah. you've seen any other Eli Roth movie, you know that that's just you know that's his style. <laughs> totally inappropriate humor at whatever moments you know that it shouldn't be there. And just remember, I mean, that part the, was pretty funny. They, yeah. they did leave it open for a sequel, so just get ready for That's true. Green Inferno 2 one of these days. All right, so now we move on to episode 11, another uh, classic, 1986's Critters, the one that kind of started a franchise. You know, there's a, there's been three or four movies since, uh, and here just in this year, there's been a, a Critters series on Shudder and a uh, new movie that I'm pretty sure has D. Wallace in it as well that... Uh, Supposed to be debuting on Sci-Fi at one point or another during the month of October. I think it did, um, but yeah. That, so it's it's still the franchise is still alive and well today. This is the one that started it. I gave it three stars. I think that's probably about right in my my opinion. Uh, Smoke, you gave it three and a half. Uh, I'm sticking with the three and a half on this one too. It's another one of those that I've seen countless times and uh, seen it again for this podcast. It, didn't change my mind any one way or the other as far as how I like it. So sticking with a three and a half. Uh, Will, you gave it three and one quarter stars, so slightly 
So basically right in between uh, Smoke and I. So what do you say now? Yeah, I think I'm going to stick there. I think there were some pretty funny moments from this episode, too. You need to go back and check it out. Um, but honestly, I'm going to recommend you go back and check out every episode. <laughs> Completely unbiased <laughs> opinion. But uh, no, I think there were some pretty funny moments. I, I think, you know, we had a good time with it. So uh, go check that out. Um, all right. Uh, we're coming down the home stretch here. Episode number 12, we saw the modern movie from 2014, Annabelle, uh, which was uh, the second movie of the Conjuring universe and uh, started its own little mini shoot-off of the Annabelle movies. came out of this from the first Conjuring movie. Definitely a successful movie for sure. And we all gave it a pretty fair, uh, pretty fair rating. I gave it three stars. I think I'm going to stay there. But Smoke, you actually gave it a, a lower rating. You gave it two and a half stars. Um, are you going to change that or what do you think now? Uh, no, I'm going to stick with that one. It's just that I saw, as, as I think you did too, you saw The Conjuring right before you saw Annabelle? Yeah, I actually watched The Conjuring like right before I watched this. Oh, right before? So it was kind of like, oh, okay. uh, you know, it's not, it's not as good as that. So, you know, that, that yeah. actually probably kind of lowered it for me a little bit. If I hadn't done yeah, that, it yeah, been Yeah, that's cool. why I think mine is that way is just because I'd seen, I'd actually seen The Conjuring a few times before Annabelle came out. Uh-huh. And so in that movie, it's, yeah, I love that movie. And then when, by the time Annabelle came out, I was really you know excited for it. And it is what it is, which is not a bad movie, but I didn't find it to be nearly as you know, it's kind of a letdown a little bit after seeing Conjuring. You know? mm-hmm. And I actually like some of the, the Annabelle sequels better than this first one. But yeah, I'm going to stick with my two and a half on this one. And, and I mean, that, I think it's a solid you know it's a solid enough movie. It's just didn't go certain places I just wanted it to go. Kind of felt a little conventional in its storytelling, I guess, which is not always a bad thing. It, it's got all those. Hits all those buttons that, you know, ghost-type horror movies and paranormal-type horror movies usually hit. So, yeah, two and a half still. Uh, Will, you gave it three and three-quarter stars, so it was definitely higher than uh, either of us. What do you say now, looking back on it? Uh, actually, I think I'm going to stick there on that one. Uh, that was, you know, kind of my entry into the Conjuring universe. And, you know, considering that at that point I hadn't seen the original Conjuring, I, I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And maybe sometimes, you know, this just goes to show you that sometimes our star ratings are going to be, I'm not going to say necessarily, well, I guess you could say they're going to be a little skewed because of maybe some other circumstances that don't have anything directly to do with this particular movie. If you understand what I mean, <laughs> like, like I said, I had just watched The Conjuring, so this one was like, you know, I, I like The Conjuring better. So, you know, it was apples to oranges. Maybe that's not a fair way to directly grade this particular movie, but it just kind of is where my headspace was and is, you know. So um, that that's just a good example, I think, of how other things can skew your view, so to speak, of uh, how you may or may not grade these things. I think it's a, it's a great movie for what it is. Great period type yeah. of uh, uh, horror movie. You know, although sometimes that time period feels a little wibbly wobbly, you know, but <laughs> um, I think I think in some ways it did capture it pretty good. So, it's, it's you know, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I, and I think we all did. It's just, you know, you're kind of that's kind of where we are with it. Um, once again, go back and listen to episode 12, Annabelle. I mean, I did enjoy it this time around more than I did because uh, I think I probably only had seen it once time before this podcast was that in the theaters when it first came out. Now, having watched it again for this podcast, I did. If I had rated it back then, I probably would have even rated it maybe a two or somewhere in there. So my appreciation of it did rise a little bit watching it again. Back Barry then, line? when I first saw it at the theater, I might have been tempted to give it a two. Barry <laughs> just line, because of you mean? How... Just right above well, <laughs> Right above the Suspiria line? <laughs> yeah, right above the Suspiria line. That's it. <laughs> 
but no, I did enjoy it more this time, this this second time. And again, it has to do with that expectation. Once you see it, and you know, it had of course it's going to have hype around it because it's the first sequel of sorts to or prequel, whatever you want to call it, to The Conjuring. So you have certain expectations going into it when they're not met, then you can't necessarily judge it fairly at that point. So having seen it again that you know second time when we did the podcast it was uh, my enjoyment of it was definitely more than that first time i could appreciate it outside of like not expecting anything else out of it all right spook show listeners just for you audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service like we said before like you know if you if you do this um you listen to it or you get your book you know you get your one free book in the trial and uh, you decide, you know what, uh, Audible's not for me. You can cancel it, but you get to keep your free book, which is, you know, pretty cool of uh, Audible to do. That being said, though, I mean, there's going to be t- so many books that you'll want to listen to. You probably won't even want to cancel it. Smoke, have you have you been able to check out anything on Audible yet? Uh, yeah, I know I've been wanting to get back into this author named Brian Lumley. Uh, he wrote uh, the Necroscope series. I, I don't even know how many books that series is up to now, but... I know he's on there, and so I'm going to probably delve back into those shortly, that's beginning with the number one, Necroscope. So. so there you go. I mean, that's just one example. And, and a lot of these, well, you know, I mean, because you've listened to some of the Star Wars books, a lot of these aren't just like read, you know, word for word by one person, uh, you know, not really kind of uh, getting into it or whatever, you know, just reading it page for page. Some of these are actually kind of acted out, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like there are some books, uh, say like Ready Player One, where, you know, it is strictly just somebody reading. You know, and they'll change their voice slightly for each character, but uh, you'll get uh, something like Star Wars, and since, you know, it's part of the Star Wars universe, they have a ton of sound effects that they throw in throughout the uh, the book. Uh, you know, some people love it, some people don't, so I would at least, you know, give it a listen and see what you think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just a couple of examples of some stuff you can get with your trial, or uh, if you decide to stick with it and uh, listen to you know, book after book, those are just a few good examples of what to expect. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash spookshow for your free audiobook. Uh, go go get it, guys, and uh, hope you enjoy it. All right, so that leads us to episode number 13. We talked about 1983's Sleepaway Camp, uh, which is definitely a cult classic for one small, big reason. I don't know how you ever phrase that. But for... <laughs> mostly just one weird ass reason um i gave it two and three quarter stars i think i'm gonna stay there with that um i definitely enjoy this movie i could just because it's you know it's it's like it's almost like a time capsule of the 80s and then you got the weirdness of you know the, the little subplot and the ending of it and everything i mean just for the end shock value it's worth sitting down you know someone down that's never seen this before and let them watch it. You know, it's one of those kind of movies like, you know, we talked about with Street Trash and a couple others. But, you know, and I've seen it a number of times and I enjoyed it, but I just can't put it up above a three stars. I don't know. It's just me. I'm right at two and three quarters. Smoke, you gave it three stars, though. What do you say? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that three as well. It's uh, definitely fun. You know, it's a fun movie. and It's got that twist that just no other slasher movie had at that time. A lot of hijinks went on at Camp Tuckaway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about giving away the ending. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it called it that. What? <laughs> I think I, you know, I I referred somebody at work where was asking me about horror movies. Like, what? Well, what do you recommend? Because they knew, you know, do the podcast and all that. Mm-hmm. And I and I asked them, well, have you ever seen this movie called Sleepaway Camp? <laughs> and they hadn't, so I haven't heard back from them yet. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nor will. They never you. spoke to me again. <laughs> I think you've lost a friend. <laughs> 
that was always a good time back in uh, high school and stuff. Was showing this movie to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think it's got it's got play just like value. Street Trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's got play value just because of that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for for no other reason than that, that's where I, that's where <laughs> I landed there. So you're gonna keep it at three stars. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it at uh, at three for sure. All right, Will, you gave it two and a half stars, which was, uh, you know, basically in between Smoke and I. So what do you say? Yeah, I think I'm going to keep it there. Uh, <laughs> I can definitely see myself giving it higher stars if I'd have been able to watch it now with somebody and just sat there to wait for the reaction for the end. It's a long, <laughs> it's a long burn, though, if you're going to like, all right, we're going to oh, yeah. watch this whole thing just to get to the end. Yeah, you know, that's a long. But you, you got along the way though. You get some say some colorful characters like who's the guy the uh, the cook, <laughs> the, guy. the cook. Yeah, the the, the plain out <laughs> out guy. in front. Everybody should fucking know this guy's a pedo, yeah. pedophile cook. He doesn't give a shit who knows it. Oh you no, know, he, he don't care. He's just blatant <laughs> right out there. <laughs> and I look at all that, those young chickens or whatever. Was that one of the things? I forget. Yeah. It was one of the lines. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, and then the other cooks just like, ha ha ha, you're hilarious, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, man. Oh, Johnny's vile. a straight shooter. I like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just tells it like it is. Yeah. He's just saying some vile <laughs> shit, and they're just laughing and shaking their heads. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, that's just whatever his name was. I don't remember his name. That's I, just his way. You know? And then, ironically, <laughs> he I, don't mean nothing by it. <laughs> you know, not to give too much away in this, even though we are a spoiler podcast. Ironically, he's one of the probably one of the only victims that doesn't die. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one that should die. Yeah, the one that he's the one that most doesn't definitely die. should. Because there are other people that die for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> except this motherfucker. You're crazy, man. I like you, but you're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> so, so I guess we're all across the board. We're just uh, staying the same. So, uh, <clears throat> for like we said, for the reasons we just said, you definitely need to go listen to our podcast and go check that movie out. Episode 14. Uh, we come back to you know more modern day with uh, 2013's The Conjuring. Which is really a modern day classic now because it has spun off a, a number of sequels and started literally a whole like cinematic universe in the Conjuring universe. Uh, this is the one that started it all. It was highly successful, and a couple other movies have been you know that have come after it have been highly su- even more successful, honestly. But uh, this one is where it all started. Um, I gave it four stars. I'm gonna. I, I think that's fair. I'm gonna stay right there. Smoke. You also gave it four stars. Uh, any change of heart? Uh, no, no, solid movie. Uh, sticking with the four stars, definitely not going down. And I've seen it enough times now where I think that four is pretty much going to stick. Uh, Will, you were exactly the same too. Four stars, all, all three of us across the board. Are you going to break ranks? Where are you at? No, no I'm staying right there. Uh, yeah, the Conjuring universe is pretty good. If 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 y'all haven't delved into any of those, that's a that's a good one to start off on. Oh yeah, and we got more of those coming up too. Like we're going to be watching The Conjuring Two, or you know some of those other ones that follow. Uh, since we've already seen Annabelle and The Conjuring, so we need to keep that mm-hmm. series rolling. Yeah, there's here none. Soon. We still got that one to do, right? Yeah, here. yeah. There's still a few that we need to do. So we're, right. we're going to keep that rolling here pretty soon here on the podcast. So just as a sneak peek for the future, there just uh, be on the lookout for those. So we go to episode fifteen. 1986 classic The Hitcher. I gave it three stars. I think you know that's pretty good. That was also our Rutger Hauer tribute. I should add because he just he had just passed away, you know, around that time. So we kind of took that as a as a, a way to kind of you know pay uh, homage to him. You know, we talked about his career a little bit briefly there. So there is that uh, you know part of that episode. If you want to go back and check that out, Smoke, you gave it three and three quarter stars. 
Uh, any change of mind there? Uh, no, no, I'm gonna stick with that one. Saw it quite a few times over the years, starting it with the HBO, I think, when I saw it, and watched it with the family actually the first time around. After that, I don't know, I rented it a half dozen times. It's pretty solid to me still, still three and three quarter. Will, you gave it a far lower score than either of us. You gave it two stars. So, what do you say now? Up or down? Where you at? Uh, actually, I'm just gonna hang right there. Uh, that one just kind of it didn't do it for me. So, yeah, uh, I think I'm going to stick with it, too. Yeah, I think I remember you. Uh, I was kind of surprised by that. Like, I thought you would enjoy it more uh, looking back on that episode. I was a little surprised by that score when you when you gave it a two at the time. But uh, but at least it's not a Suspiria, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Rutger Howard does it for me for that movie, too. It's like, any, I think any movie I've ever seen him in, no matter what the movie is around it, like he, he makes it better for me just the, the way his acting style is, I guess. Oh, he definitely makes uh, that. He's definitely yeah. the uh, the straw that stirs the drink in that movie. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, because you go to like the remake. I don't know if you any have either of you seen the remake. It seems like I have, but it must have been around the time it came out because I'm not remembering a lot about it. But it seems like I did yeah. at the time. It was pretty forgettable. Right? Yeah, I mean, there you go. The guy, I can't even think of the guy's name. It's the guy that played Boromir in the uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Played uh, the Rucker Howard's role in the Hitcher. So. Without Rucker Howard, the story was fairly. I mean, it was pretty much kept to the storyline. But I mean. He's no Rucker Howard, so yeah, I would give that movie probably like a one and a half. If that. <laughs> well, <laughs> if that. well, I will suggest you probably need to see a few more Rutger Howard movies, you know, just to have a comparison. Not to say that he's any uh, worse than any. It, that's not what I mean. Just maybe you need a, a little bit more Rutger Howard in your life to <laughs> to maybe appreciate it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we got we got to get Wanted Dead or Alive in there at some point. I know it's not a horror movie, but I know we've talked about it before. We we've pretty much just done horror movies, but we're also, you know, more like a cult film type thing as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Wanted Dead or Alive, we'll have to put that in there because not only does it have Rucker Howard, it's got Gene Simmons in it. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's And another... we can always go through and do Hobo with Shotgun. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, yes, that was great. That was a great one, too. Yeah, so that's definitely something we need to, uh, you know, now that we've uh, been through the first year and we're kind of finding our footing, uh, maybe we can start to expand a little bit into some of those other movies that we have talked about, you know, diving into one day. So maybe, you know, once again, another little look into the future there, you know, for for all you listeners uh, that we might be expanding the horizon sooner or later. So moving on to episode 16, 2017's It, which was, uh, you know, a remake of the Stephen King classic. The one from uh, 1990 or 91, I think it was, with Tim Curry as Pennywise. It's a remake of that, you know, but it's it's also a different take on the Stephen King classic novel it i gave it th- this is some of the highest scores we we've given out all together for any movie so i'll just go ahead and say since we all gave the same score we all gave it four and one quarter stars does anybody have a change of heart with that i mean are you up down what are you what are you thinking um, no, i'm gonna stick with the four and a quarter it's it's one of the more solid modern horror movies i could think of will what do you say i think i would have went higher but we've all like i'm assuming at this point we've all seen uh chapter two by this point i have not yeah myself i have not oh you haven't yet nope uh i still enjoyed chapter two there were just a couple things that i hate that they didn't bring from the book they 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 uh kind of swept a couple characters under the rug uh in in part two that i wish they would have you know at least let their their story kind of go on a little bit farther but yeah i think i'm gonna keep it right there and i think definitely for a standalone movie yeah that's probably one of my favorite horror movies right there so yeah i'm gonna stick with four and quarter stars too so i think we're all we're all on the same page and i think by and large i mean looking back on these things you know average wise that's probably our highest rated uh episode in terms of you know 
how we all felt about the movie across the board. Oh yeah, yeah. I know we've given given some movies equal ratings before, but I think the most before that was a four. Yeah. There's maybe two prior movies that we all gave fours to. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Living Dead, I think, was one, right? Uh, I forget what the other one was. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead, we all gave four stars, and yeah. seems like there wasn't there was one, one that, I, I, that I'm blanking on right away that we just talked yeah, about. But uh, oh, the but con- definitely that's the, con- the highest that we sorry, all uh, across the board gave high ratings to. I'm, I'm sorry, The Conjuring, for, we all gave that Con- four star. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's the only there's only been a few, and this is uh, so it's rare air. But yeah, I think across the board on average, this was the highest one we ever gave. So we definitely yeah. recommend that one. And uh, there was a few fun things in that in that episode that we did. So go back and listen to it. So moving on to episode 17, we talked about the cult classic from 1982, Creep Show, which is the rare collaboration between George Romero, Stephen King, and Tom Savini, and a number of other people too. I mean, like Leslie Nielsen and Ted Danson are in this thing, for Christ's sake. Uh, <laughs> uh, a bunch of names that you wouldn't necessarily put together with some of the best uh, horror names in the business of all time. Uh, actually collaborated and you know and, and worked on this movie. I gave it three and a half stars. I, I, this is one of my personal favorites, so I'm going to keep it right there. Um, Smoke, you gave it three and three quarter stars. What do you think? Oh yeah, definitely sticking with a three and three quarter. Another personal favorite of mine too. Will, you gave it three stars even. So what do you say now with a little bit of distance behind you? Uh, I think I'm going to hang right there. Uh, for me, like this one was just kind of all over the place. I mean, I know it's. It's a collection of stories. Uh, some of them hit, some of them didn't for me. So yeah, I think I'm just gonna. I'm, I think I'm just gonna stay where I was at. I think I saw someone's review on this one time. It said like, uh, you know, that it's got all these different types of stories that you know appeal to different. You know, because it's an anthology movie, it's got these mm. different stories that appeal to different people. So like, if you don't like one story, just hang around for ten minutes, and you might not. You might like the next one. You know, so <laughs> it's one of those yeah. kind of movies. <laughs> That uh, everybody's going to pick their favorite little, um, you know, little mini tale out of it, you know, to enjoy. Plus two. And one thing I think they got right through, too, through the whole thing, through every segment, was the tying together, like, the comic book thought. The, it felt like a comic book being made in the movie. So now, now that we're uh, a little bit further on, and I'll mention this before we move on to the next one, have either of you guys got to watch the new Creepshow series on Shudder? Nah. Yeah, I've seen. I haven't seen the. I know they've been doing what one per week, I think, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Releasing it like as if it were an old school, you know, like some some shows do. They don't put they don't put the whole thing on their binge. Yeah. So I think I was up to you know there are two two episodes per, well two segments per episode. Yeah. So I think we saw the first two episodes, so four segments so far. And I think it's been it's funny because of those. You no, know, actually we might have seen three, three full episodes. Though. But the it always seemed like the first episode was good. And then the second episode was better, so I don't know why. I don't know if they're just if they just for me that's how it hit. Especially that first episode, there was a I think it was called House of the Head was the second yeah, segment. Yeah, <laughs> that one was. was you seen that one too? Yeah, Joe? yeah. I've watched the uh, myself. Yeah. I've watched the first two episodes, which, like you said, there's okay. two segments in each one. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I remember that one. It's the the House of the Head with the little dollhouse. Yeah, yeah that one's pretty yeah. good. I like the <laughs> first. I like the first one too. Like, that had uh, Tobin yeah, I did Bell too. I did too. 
I like I it. I can't think of the name of it, but yeah, it's pretty cool to see what kind of little, uh, you know, like former stars and stuff they slide into this thing too. Because I've already seen like Adrian Barbeau, Tobin Bell. God, I can, in the second episode, that that skinny dude that used to be in a lot of like the late '90s, early 2000s movies. Good lord, I'm blanking. Oh, yeah, on, yeah, I'm yeah, blanking yeah, on the guy's yeah. name. He's basically uh, the only dude in that. Uh, yeah, and I can't think of the girl's name, the little girl's name, but it's it's what it's uh, what's her name from Walking Dead? Uh, oh, it's funny. Yeah. Me and my fiance watch it once. And we didn't even recognize it as her. And then the second time we saw that episode, like, she's like, oh, that's, I can't think of the girl's name, but uh, Rick's, you know, daughter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, I didn't even catch that until just Judith. now when you said Judith, that. You're yeah. right. Yeah, Judith. The girl who plays Judith, she's in that. Yeah. I completely. <laughs> we didn't even catch it the first time around <laughs> that it was her. Yeah, I, I, me either. Like, now that you say that, you're, you're, you're exactly right. Because I was sitting there watching it, and I'm like, damn, she looks familiar. What have I seen her in? <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I can't think of the other dude's name, but yeah, it's pretty cool. All these little segments and stuff. Some of the uh, the the stars that they brought back for it. It's pretty cool. Well, mm. you, you definitely. Yeah, Adrian Barbeau. That was cool seeing her and. Yeah. I like. I just posted a uh, image of her with me and my fiance with her in a, one of the photos she signed for us from Creepshow, but at a convention not too long ago. That's cool. Uh, Will, and, uh, uh, to all honest. the listeners, I definitely recommend it. Go check it out. But Will, you need to go watch that on Shutter, dude. It's it's pretty good. I think you'll enjoy it. You may even good. you may even enjoy it a little bit more than you did uh, this first the movie. actual movie, <laughs> and, they, and they and they tie it together again, same, kind of the same deal with the comic book look and oh yeah, the creeper guy or whatever whatever they call him. I think he's the creeper. I can't. I, I always forget the dude. yeah yeah uh, <laughs> yeah the creeper. That, yeah, yeah yeah they they do have a little bit more. I guess he's a little bit more animatronic, but he's still a practical effect. They didn't yeah. at least they didn't CG him in there or anything. Yep. Now there's a little bit of animation, just like the yeah. There's the one, animation. Yeah. yeah, just like that. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but when he when they bring him into the real world, so to speak, or live action, he's at least he's still a practical effect. All right, so that brings us up to the uh, the last episode that we did because this is episode nineteen. So episode eighteen, we uh, reviewed and talked about the Devil's Rejects, Rob Zombie's sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses from uh, two thousand five. Uh, also, once again, without going one by one, we all gave it four stars. So we just watched this one. I'm assuming everybody's still cool with just leaving it at four stars. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, I think we all would definitely, I mean, by our score there, you can see we all enjoyed it. Um, my opinion is probably, uh, it's probably the best, uh, Rob Zombie movie, or in my opinion, that he's done. Um, yeah, no, I agree with that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that pretty much brings us up to today. You know, that wraps up our first year. Hopefully that this is, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see each other next year and many years beyond that. I think it's been, uh, uh, I've had a lot of fun doing this with you guys and hopefully maybe within the next year, you know, here in the late 2019 and going into 2020, we can ramp it up, do more episodes, do more content on YouTube. I mean, if you guys are down for it, I'm definitely in it. And we might even have, and we might even have some guest, uh, host, come in uh this uh in the and in, in this year because we haven't really done well no, not really we have not done that up to this point so uh maybe we'll get some guests some co-host uh and you know just kind of mix it up a little bit you know if one of us can't do it or something like that whatever you know or maybe we're all there plus a uh, number four or five you know just kind of yep. open it up i think it'll make it a little bit more entertaining so hopefully you'll see more content and uh, a broader a broader uh, scope of uh, the types of films we watch and everything in the coming years. So uh, with that, uh, our next episode, episode number 20, I guess it's a little small milestone episode. Uh, you're hitting an even number at least. <laughs> uh, since we're almost to Thanksgiving, we're just going to go ahead and uh, watch this an old Thanksgiving film 
from 1981, Home Sweet Home. Now, the last I checked, this is at least available to watch on YouTube. You know, if you go if you if you go to watch it and it's not there, don't hold you know don't hold it against me. But last time I checked, it's there. So I'll give you the brief IMDb synopsis on this one. An escaped mental patient steals a station wagon and makes his way to the Bradley's Thanksgiving celebration, where he plans to make them a little less thankful. Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh... Yeah, we're going to be watching that from 1981, uh, directed by Nettie Pena, starring pretty much no one you've ever heard of before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will be a nice little, like, we're going deep underground now for it, because this had never been released on DVD. And we're going to, we, we might even... Probably for good reason, but we'll find out. <laughs> and we might even challenge the Suspiria line on this one, so... Uh, <laughs> So that's what we're going to, you know, go check it out. Like I said, last I checked this on YouTube, just look up Home Sweet Home 1981. You should be able to find it. It might be streaming in some other places. I'm not sure. Like he said, it didn't get a huge wide release. So um, go check it out if you get a chance. Um, so I guess uh, I guess that's it, guys. Happy anniversary. Yay! <laughs> Cheers to many more. And happy Halloween to all of you out there in the Halloween land, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> Just have a safe and enjoyable Halloween. Here's to many more for everybody. So for uh, Will and for Smoke, the professor, uh, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show podcast. See you later, guys. Good show, Bert. Look forward to many more. Pretty good anniversary, Bert. It was 1985. <laughs> Junk hole. <laughs> Tuck away. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> now we got to cut you off. Good night, everybody. Please replace the speaker on its rack when you're ready to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.